let's uh, step out of the past and into the present. Like a Christmas present? Like a Christmas present. That's a good That's a good analogy. Goes together like lamb and tuna fish. Tuna fish. Put a bow on me. Perhaps a spaghetti and meatball be Un- a better analogy for you. Unwrap my ass. Um, I don't want you to ever ask me that ever again. <laughs> Chewy, would you unwrap my ass? Don't do it, Chewy. Don't. Uh. Jeez. Sounds, sounds a lot like I unwrapped his ass. That got violent. Wow. Still going, Chewy? That got violent really quick. You know how we do on Kashyyyk. Oh. How's it going, Will? It's going. We're back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Here's to Brewcast. Season 1, episode 13. God damn. Lucky number? Lucky number 13. Yep, pretty much. Mm. We're back after a week off. A much-needed week off. We are coming at you from the studio. In sunny Washington State. It actually has been very sunny here. It has been real nice. I can't remember the last time it rained. Uh, Anybody listening out there, don't tell anybody outside of this state that it was sunny. Yeah, we don't need any more people moving here. Exactly. I saw a bumper sticker actually today that said, fuck you for moving here. (laughs) That's awesome. I don't want us to turn into the North California. Uh, We're getting there, right? We are. But Portland gets to stay weird. I think that California will just absorb Portland and just eventually become California. 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 Californlandia, and then fall into the ocean so that everybody in Arizona gets beachfront property. Mm. Just saying. That's, it's in the prophecies. In the prophecy? Uh-huh. I see. No, prophecy. Oh, the prophecies. Not you see. I see. Prophecy. Do you see what I see? <laughs> oh, We're in summertime, Kyle. Summer, summer, summer. That's better. That's Sorry. better. It's better than, do you see what I see? Mm. I don't see what you see. That's because you got two eyes. A lot of these labels from these independent breweries that they just put on like a regular blank can, they're they're so much thicker than like any other label you would have on a beer can. It's that like they, a vinyl wrap. Yeah, they make the can feel warm, even though the beer is cold. A little bit. They do make it feel like it's warm. So, Will? I don't know that this is even going to be called a beer. What is this that we're going to be drinking? Where'd you get it? What? Uh, how much did it cost you? Why don't you, <laughs> why don't you tell me about this beer? Drinking this, it better be good. It should be liquid gold. Liquid gold, you say? 24 karat gold, would you say? I would say whatever the highest. Shout out, Joanna. 24 karat. 24 karat. 24 karat. 24 karat. Um, She's honestly, I was walking through and I saw this and I'm like, hmm, it's Ake. That's what it says. Like Ake, like Sake? Yeah, but without the S. Oh. But if you roll the two words together, it's Sake. I see. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a rice lager and it's got a picture of a Sake carafe. So Sake, is that made out of rice? Yeah, it's a okay. rice wine. It's a rice wine. Okay, so now we have a a rice lager. We got a rice lager. So I was reading this when my eyes were better, and I'll read it to you. Well, now. While you read it, can I give it a good 
crunchy, crispy crack. Yeah, I'm going to crack mine right after I'm done. Kind of sounded a little bit flat, like it's not very carbonated. It almost, yeah, it feels ricey. Smell it. Smell like. Uh, Not much of a smell to it at all, to be honest with you. Oh, interesting. All right, so this is Matchless. It's put out there by Matchless. I'm assuming that is the brewing company. It, oh, it doesn't say if it's. Oh a no, no, or not. I lie. It's called Chainline Brewing Company. Chainline. Chainline, out of Tumwater. It's brewed by Matchless Tumwater, Washington, in collaboration with Chainline Brewing Company. Okay. Sound good. Sounds good. It is a sake rice lager. It was bound to happen sooner or later, right? Yep. First there was Canada Gold, then Mexico Gold, then the joke question from our good friend at Chainline Brewing, head brewer Aaron Blondin. Oh, Aaron Blondin. Yeah, good guy. What did he ask? I don't know. He asked a question. Listen to this. When's the Japanese lager coming? You know, I've been asking that question for a long time. And now I can finally say it's here. Yeah, you can say it. This is it. I mean, it's made it. We're here. It is a collaboration. It's almost like we're in the future now because I've been saying that for a long time and now it's here and now we're about to drink it. So it's like we stepped into the future. We did actually. Amazing. After we drink it, what happens? Then we're in present time. Scaring me. All right. So our take sees the use of pearled white sake rice and a restrained use of Czech Saz hops. Can I just jump in for a second? Yes. This is really tasty. Is it really? Really good. Okay, good, right. because it cost me a fucking fortune. Okay, continue. Uh, it's for a delicate, floral, and dry craft take on one of our favorite lager styles. This all leads to a body reminiscent of the soft notes found in traditional sake, along with a finish that is quenching and dry. Mm. Uh, this is only 4.6 alcohol by volume, but that just means it might be really drinkable. Well, do you want me to tell you what it tastes like to me? Yeah. Well, let me crack this open real quick. And then okay, crack me. it open. Right. While you're cracking it open, I'm going to just discuss. Oh. Mm. I feel like you let out a good amount of that CO2 right from the get-go. I had to, man. My fingers hurt. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. You haven't tasted it yet, right? No, not yet. My taste so far is that it's very... Um, there isn't much of like an aftertaste to it. The small little bit of aftertaste I get is definitely like a hint of sake, but not overwhelming or overpowering. I The, the sake I have had in the past has been very strong. This is very light. I know I've been to Japan and... I always thought you warmed up sake. I think it depends. It does. So when I was there, we were standing around and all these businessmen are at this bar and they're drinking little, it looks like little grenade bottles, glass grenade bottles of sake that are ice cold. Huh. So I decided to try one. It was good. It, was, it wasn't so harsh. It wasn't so, it still burned a little bit, almost like a 20% wine would, I guess, being warm going down your mm. throat. But yeah, it was good. But so you had an atomic sake grenade? Yes. Too soon? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to taste this. Obama apologized for that, so we're good now. We are good. <laughs> There's still shadows that were vaporized on the trees, but <laughs> hey, we're good. Just a little uh, tree people. 
<laughs> I am Groot. I am Groot. Actually, he doesn't say I am Groot. Just says, does he? Oh, yeah, he does. I am oh, Groot. wow. What do you think? Yeah, that's it's, good. It is Holy good. Sh- it's kind of. Is it worth, worth the cost you paid? I don't know. How big are these cans? I don't know that it is. 16-ounce cans, and they were 14 bucks a fucking can. Whew. Uh, yeah, it's actually it's really good. That's like, drinkable as hell. It is. I'd like to know why why this would be $14. It's imported from Washington. It's got to be something with the process of they're making it, or maybe it's just, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't say, it doesn't say hey, we just made this with uh, God's pee. <laughs> well, God's pee is hard to find these days, Well, It is, so that's why it's expensive. A lot of people just go to Jesus' pee. I don't know. That's really good. That is really tasty. It it does have you're right with the after, the aftertaste. You get is, you just like if you breathe it in, if you inhale, you can taste the sake. I still taste a lager here. Yeah, it still has the lagerish taste, but it has a yeah that hint of goddamn rice wine. I could honestly, I could put this up as a summer beer. Mm-hmm. I could drink a I'll many. Second that I could drink a many of these in a sitting. And well, it's yeah. only four percent alcohol, which means was it four four and a half? Four, I 4. think four 6. and a half. Yeah, I'm looking at a four point six by volume, and that, my friends, is drinkable. Agreed. Uh, do you want to know what I'm drinking out of, Kyle? I do want to know what you're drinking. I out put of. this sixteen ounce can of delicious God's pee. <laughs> Jesus of pee. No. Okay, God's pee. Yeah. Come on. It's definitely some urine of some sort. Yeah. Okay. We'll take it. Yeah. Might be Diablo. We're going to find out no, later. That is not Diablo. See how this thing I gets us. Di- we might be running through the streets naked <laughs> pitchforking people. We don't know. I think Diablo's might be that that jalapeno beer or ghost oh, pepper ghost beer pepper. we had from. I saw it Kuala there when Brewing. I was getting this. Yeah, called the hottest fucking beer that will burn your fucking nuts off. Yeah, called like, I will burn your tonsils until yeah. your eyeballs are on fire. Guess what? Drinking me makes you sterile. that's That's a hell of a slogan that's a hell of a slogan right there that is a hell of a slogan so you got the brewmate over there i got a brewmate this was uh this was gifted to us to be used as a review they wanted us to review it say our thoughts what we thought about it why don't you describe what it is kind of give the people some background on on what this is this is like a pretty thick and totally handleable uh cozy for your handleable handleable because it's not too big but so what it is, it's tall and it will hold a 16 ounce can and then you screw the lid over the top of the can hmm. and it holds that can in there. What about my 12 ounce can? Your 12 ounce can, dude, I was using it l- earlier. Out of luck? No. Oh. So what it comes with is the perfect sized little liquid uh, stopper that goes in the bottom. Oh, so it sits it up that extra four ounces. It does, but you freeze it and it keeps your beer ice cold. Oh, I like that. The cool thing about that little freeze pack is it has the indentations. On the bottom of the can. Yeah, to fit like perfectly under the bottom of a exactly. can. Exactly, and so I used it with a 12-ounce can, and I'm telling you, it's perfect size. Really? Yeah, so this thing is the Hopsolator Trio made by Brewmate. I like it. Uh, it's constructed using the highest quality stainless steel. The Hopsolator was engineered to handle whatever life throws your way. Well, let me ask you this. I... For me, I don't always like drinking out of the can. So I like to pour it in a glass or whatever. But this makes me think, am I able to pour my beer inside of it? Fear not, young one. Oh. Fear not. It has a sealable top lid 
that is just like one of your coffee cups, I would guess. Yeah. You know, so it's not going to spill all over just you. Just slides right over so the you top. You can dump it right into there. And, and hell, you're on a beach somewhere drinking your beer, ice cold. You know why it keeps it ice cold? Not just because of that ice thing that goes in the bottom of a 12 ounce. Can I guess? Yeah. Is it also triple insulated? It, it is the trio. I knew it. So this is, uh, it is triple insulated. It's a technology that separates them from the rest. It prevents condensation. It insulates your hands from the cold. And it keeps your favorite beverage ice cold until when? The last drop. Mm. Yeah. As it should. What's colder than cold? Ice cold. Ice cold! Will it, let me, let me ask you this. Will it keep my beer cooler than a polar bear's toenail? Oddly enough, I have stuck my tongue on a polar bear's toenail. Oh. Yeah. How did you get it detached? I don't even want to know. Will, you don't have to tell that story. It's a good story, but I won't save it for another podcast because that polar bear still pissed at me. Well, as long as it makes my beers cooler than a polar bear's toenail, I am in. I'll tell you what. It's colder than a witch's titty. Oh. I'll tell you what. This beer is really tasty. This one I wish was not $14 so that I could go out and buy a lot more of it. I know, right? Like... You know what? I, I should go back. I mean, I looked at the receipt, and when she rang it up, I was like, I thought they were four bucks. I was like, eh, this would be good. When she rang it up, I'm like, excuse me? You bought a pretty strong beer that we're going to try later, too. Or not strong, but yeah, kind of pricey. pricey. We're going to see what our bang for our buck is. Well, you have the most expensive beer here. My beer is a $10 beer. Yours is a $14 beer. So they're in the ballpark. Yeah. They would be direct competitors. So we'll see. Taste and flavor, which one we like better, and what's the better deal for the bucks? It's good. I was I was expecting something a little bit different out of this beer, but I am pleasantly surprised. I'm very pleasantly surprised, considering some of the shit beers that we've tried. <laughs> I was I was like solely what? expecting that like you like what? Well, I was solely expecting that you paid fourteen dollars for this, and I was only going to drink like a quarter of it. <laughs> you know, so was I, and I was thinking <laughs> I might as well just lit that paper on fire. I was uh, surfing the interwebs today. Did you hang 10? I did. Oh. I had a nice barrel. Johnny Utah met me down there. Yeah, we were just really? like surfing it up. Uh, where was Bodie at? Bodie. He was there. Bodie? I don't know, man. He likes to ride them big waves out into the ocean and He die. was actually pouting in the corner because me and Johnny Utah were hanging out. Yeah. Was he wearing his Richard Nixon <laughs> He was. Mask. Yes. He actually had it in his back pocket hanging out. That Good deal. Kind of what was Good deal. On. Uh, while we were sitting there talking about the, uh, what did they call that? The hundred year storm. Oh yeah, that was that was insane. We were chatting about that, and um, then we got to talking a little bit about beer. Got on the topic about new technologies and beer that are coming out. And With Johnny Utah. Yeah, he's he's a very deep thinker. Whoa. Yeah, he said whoa a lot, but I mean he is. I couldn't tell if he was. I mean, one of the things I was telling him, I couldn't tell if it was shocking him, and he was just like, whoa, whoa, or if it was just the fact that he was truly impressed with some of the things that I was showing him. But I'm going to show you, and then we can kind of see if I'm getting the same reaction from you on here. But are you sure some... it wasn't Bill S. Preston or Theodore it may Esquire? Be. What was Logan his name? Esquire. Logan. Yeah. yeah. Theodore Logan Esquire. Why did you go all Nicolas Cage? I felt like I had to. It just seemed it right. Nicolas Cage. Yeah, it was, but it just felt like it was right. My Keanu is very Nicolas Cage. Mm. As is Keanu's. Yes. Um, but here I got some I got some cool new tech 
that's coming out in the beer industry for people, consumers at home to enjoy. Which I am. And I figured I would throw some things out there. So let me ask you a couple questions. Okay, I'm here. You know you go buy a six-pack of beer in the bottles. How much of a pain in the ass is the clunkiness of those in your fridge? It's, yeah, the fridge is always full. So I, I struggle, me too. I struggle with having door space because some of those shelves are perfect to put beer bottles on, but we usually have a lot of other shit inside there, so yep. it, I struggle with that. Pepper Jack cheese sticks. Right, you name it. So I load the beer up on the tallest shelf in the fridge, but then you're having to kind of like bob and weave through the beer bottles to get to what you need, and it's just it's not convenient for the space. No, it's not. Some people will lay the beer bottles on their sides, which actually isn't good for the beer. It's not. It creates creates a little film in there. Yeah. Well, if it's good beer, it will. Mm -hmm. However, there is a new innovation, I dare say. Innovation? Yes. So this is a pretty slick system that attaches to the roof on the inside of your... Is it an alien innovation? No. Well, no. Magnets have been around So they're not innovating us? I don't believe so. This is just a smart play on magnets. I like it. But it attaches to the ceiling inside the fridge, and then... It has these strips. There's four strips, and each strip has three magnets connected to it. And what those magnets do is they attach to the the top bottle cap of the beer bottle. I've seen this game. And they game. just hang from I've the, seen this the game top. at a carnival, and I would open up my fridge and throw a fucking bean bag at it <laughs> and try and knock them down. I think they give you a softball. Well, one of the two. It's pretty slick, though. I, I like it. I it does look pretty, pretty cool. cool I mean, if I'm going to say if you're single out there and you need some... <laughs> Fridge space, yes. If you got kids out there, probably not for you. It looks like cow udders, but with beer <laughs> bottles. I'd milk those. But if you're interested, those things are called bottle lofts, and uh, they got super strong magnets. Comes hey, in a pack of two. I got nipples. Can you milk me? I got nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? <laughs> <laughs> you can milk. You can milk anything with nipples. You really can. Yeah, it's proven fact. Actually, it's science. Next one that I got here. Yeah. What do you think of? A smartphone breathalyzer. I think that it is much needed. First off, if you're going to drink, drink responsibly. Get an Uber. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Drink responsibly. if you're going to have fun drinking and you want to push the limits and see where .08 is. Take it to the limit. This is what you need. I like this because if you have an Apple Watch or your regular phone, this little adapter... You can just you, you have this adapter in your pocket that you can blow into, and then it'll read on your phone or on your watch your actual BAC level. Yeah, I think I was I was there uh, when Steve Jobs said his last words. Oh, you and were. It was breathalyzer for the Apple. I breathalyzer, I believe. Yes, he was calling it at the time. Yes. Well, they've now called it the backtrack. Of course. I mean, why would they use his ideas? Right. Dumbass. Yeah, stupid. But um, this thing, I could see some potential from this. I kind of feel like maybe we need to get this, try it out here on the show, and I bet we could have some pretty interesting competitions. I'm, I'm down for that. <laughs> it would sound pretty fun to I'm me. I'm down for that. I think that we should do one really normal beer show with it. And then one and just then like, one let's get shit-faced drunk. Shit show, uh, maybe even... Tequila might come out. Uh, we're not we're not condoning getting shit faced drunk, but we're gonna do it for scientific purposes, just for all of you guys. Hey, have you ever heard of the physics microfoamer? How do you spell that? 
F-I-Z-Z-I-C-S, registered trademark. I have not heard of this. Well, this thing, it looks pretty cool. It looks it, pretty interesting. You know what it looks like? To me, it looks like a futuristic way to pour your beer or coffee. To me, it looks like a wireless coffee draft. <laughs> it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it does. Yeah, it's like a mix between like a coffee thing and a beer draft. But this thing, what it does is it makes any beer that you taste taste like it's been on draft. So I think what you can do technically is pour your beer into it and then refill your glass through it. And then it makes it a nice draft type beer. Which is odd to me. I want to, I would like to try this out. I don't know how much those things are, but. They say on here, this is the way that they say it works. Um, the portable home beer dispenser uses sound waves to enhance the aroma and texture of your favorite brew and give it a coveted, fresh-from-the-tap taste anytime, anywhere. I was going to do my best sound wave impersonation from uh, Transformers, but well, it's not I too late. really don't have one. Bumblebee. Oh, yeah, Bumblebee doesn't talk, does he? he does, like, radio. How about Optimus Prime? Nope, I got nothing. I can do an Optimus Prime. Do it. <laughs> I need to think about what he would say. Autobots, roll out. Autobots, roll out. Oh, that's pretty good. That's not bad. You gotta protect the Allspark. <laughs> the only thing I could say about Optimus is that his head looks like the Decepticon logo. It's true. What's up with that? Maybe there's something more there. Mm. We will find out, Michael Bay, won't we? We will. Um, I'll tell you what, this is probably the one that excites me the most. That's right, I went there. This is the one that I really would love to try out. Peanut butter boner time. Hmm. It's peanut butter jelly time. Peanut, peanut butter, butter jelly boner time. time. Peanut butter boner time. This one's called the Pico, Pico Pro from Pico Brew. And Pico Chew. And what this, no, there's no Pikachu. Oh. What this one is, is an automated craft brewery system. And the way that this works is it's think of like your K cups on your Keurig coffee Dude, maker. If you could make a beer K cup thing, Mr. Will is doling out the dolomite. Oh, well, this one, the way it works is you buy these. They're not they're not in the pod size. They're more in like a little package size. Like what it like what what? Well, these packages have like pre-made ingredients in there and they work with a lot of other licensed breweries around to come up with the beers so you could you could find if you like pike brewing you could find one of their beers featured on the in one of these pico packs pico 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 and what you do is you drop them in this thing boom bam it starts doing its brew thing two hours later you got some high quality beer well how much beer i mean if i'm gonna wait two hours for a 16 ounce goddamn beer i'm just gonna go to the bar well i want to say that this thing brews five liters Really? Of beer. Okay. Okay, now we're talking. But I'm not, I'm not in Canada, so I don't know how much that really is. Well, I'm thinking of two-liter bottles of, like, Coke. Okay. So you got two of those. How many ounces are in those? I don't... 64, maybe? Yeah, I don't And know. so you got two of those. That's two and a half growlers of beer in two right. hours. That's not bad. I'm down with that. That's quite a bit of beer, so... That's quite a bit of beer. For me, I mean, that seems like... A pretty cool deal. I don't get it though. Don't you have to let shit age? Well, maybe this thing has some sort of um, 
proprietary technology in it that actually like speeds up the process. I we already talked about this. Aliens, they know their Future. shit about beer. That's true. So we're just reverse engineering what they had on their goddamn Roswell spaceship. Mm. Well, it looks pretty interesting to me. So check out the Pico Brew if you guys are interested. I want to check that out. Pico Brew, if you're listening, we would love to try this thing out. Uh, don't <laughs> feel like spending the amount of money that you guys are asking for, but we will try it and send out the information to the millions of listeners we have. All one million of them. Millions. Uh, one millions of them yeah one millions of them and that includes their sperm all right i got a different one for you here this one is just out of out of there's two different versions of this one but we've talked before about summertime barbecue and stuff like that yeah how big of a hassle is it needing to find a cooler filling it up with ice loading it up with all your beers it's a little bit of a hassle it's not not a big hassle but it's kind of a hassle to me it's okay what do you got what if you could store your beers underground, not have to worry about buying ice, the ground temperature will keep it nice and cold? What do you think of that? No, I like this idea, but so now am I going to rent a big-ass auger bit to drill the hole? Well, it doesn't really matter. If I had to do that, it's not really that big of a deal because it's always going to be there. I can just crack it You now have like a permanent cold solution. The right. way that this works is you drill yourself a hole about 90 centimeters deep. And I'm reading this from a website that clearly uses the metric system. Mm-hmm. But uh, this thing looks to me to be about, I don't know, I would say three and a half feet tall. Well, if you look at a 12-ounce a bottle of beer, they got them stacked three high, and it's still underneath the opening. And this thing even has so, a bottle opener on it. Oh, look at that thing. This thing is like a round tube that you would... You you, it's it's a vertical tube that you would just basically dig a hole straight down, shove it in there, fill it up. It's got a lid on the top that you just unscrew, and then inside has a rack that holds four <laughs> beers. He said a rack. Rack holds four beers, and you just pull it out, grab your beer, pop it open, and then put the thing back down and close but, it. Uh, let's elaborate. It holds twelve beers. It holds oh, four sorry. beers each, on each tier. Each level is four. Yeah, and so. It does. It. I think that's a great idea. It's almost like a bomb shelter for beer, which is everybody needs that. Come on. Mm-hmm. It also has. Uh, um, there's also another version of it that you can get for cans. Well, I wonder if if you can interchange the insides of it. I don't see why not. Drop the bottle They're one in, the or drop the cans one in. Roundness. They just have maybe a different attachment to drop them in. You know. That's true. Yeah, that's pretty badass, I think. I don't know. I mean, you're not using any energy to keep your beer cold. I'm going to not talk about this one. You can you can get rid of your little garage beer fridge or fill it up with relish. Oh, yeah, that's what I would put in it. I would you know, relish is what's good. Sweet relish? No. Get the dill. So, earlier today, Will was telling me about ways to cool your beer faster. Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell the people at home your technique? So, the technique is... To take, if you got a warm beer, you take the can of beer or bottle of beer and you have a little pile of ice. And what you do is you stick it on there and just roll it back and forth for a good 30 seconds. So I'm just rolling maybe, my maybe beer a minute. Rolling it, ice cubes? Just rolling it back and forth. So what it does is it's swirling the beer inside and the cold part of the ice is hitting the outside of the can or bottle 
and it's cooling it, and it keeps swirling it. So about a minute, 30, 30 to a minute, 30 seconds huh. to a minute, it's going to cool your beer down. Substantially, yeah. Yeah, it's it's actually really Well, somebody awesome. somebody took that science that you just threw out there, and they re-engineered it to an even better model. What they did was they took all the rolling out of it, and instead they t- made an attachment that basically suctions on to the top of your beer can, holds it in place, and then this attachment attaches to a cordless drill. This thing's called the spin chill. All you do is put it in a bag of ice, pull the trigger, and it starts spinning that can around at really fast rates of speed, and that cools that thing off. Literally, I swear I saw it said it cools it off in under a minute. It does. Crazy. The only thing is, you're spinning it, you're maybe a little foamy, right? Maybe. So this is a great way to shotgun your cans. I mean, do you think though it would be foamy? I don't know that it would be. I don't. I I can't tell you. Think the way I like, do it's by hand, and by hand I don't shake it enough to make it foamy. Well, the thing about like you go on like one of those rides at the fair, the really hokey ones that have no seatbelts or anything. You just walk inside the center of it, and then it starts spinning, and the g force inside of it is just enough to keep you sucked up against the wall, and then the floor of that ride just goes out below yep. you, and you're just oh, stuck yeah. to the wall. Been there. That's what this probably does. So I would imagine it wouldn't shake up the can. I think that was like a foamy. strip club in Vegas. Oh, would they call it the spin chill? The spin chill. Mm, spin chill. The spin chill. Well, the spin chill is the name of this item. I like it. We should try it out. Maybe I will. Um, Maybe I'm Will. You are Will. Hey, hello. But I call you Billiam. I don't like it. Billiam. Oh, Billy. Oh, Billy. Huh. How about this one? You, you ever had beer from Kirin? Uh, Ichiban. I mean, you did live Ichiban? in Japan for a while. Is that Ichiban? No, just Kirin. That's. Ichiban. No, I know, I know what you're saying, but I'm just saying. Yeah, she anyway. served me a couple times. Oh. Yeah, when I was there, out of the. She sounds like four a really million nice... people on that small island. Yeah. I... How about the frozen beer slushy maker? This okay? We watched the. Uh... Training video? <laughs> is that what you, would, is so. that what you would call it? Like, like a, a commercial, QV, kind of QVC a, commercial yeah. or something for it. And what did it, what do they do? I so I was going to ask you the question to go back. Did they say do they dump the beer in there to make it icy, or is that just water? Well, good question, Will. Really, uh, I really appreciate it when you really ask the hard hitting questions. <laughs> Thank you. I'm like the Walter Wilter Cronkite. I'm not positive on answering that question for you because I don't know. I but don't either, so I was going to ask that earlier, and I should have. I imagine it says somewhere in the instructions. But oh, yeah. w- the way this looks is, it, the way that they explained it was, when you think frozen beer slushy maker, I think that the beer comes out like a Slurpee. Yeah. But the way that they describe it on the video is that it's it's more of a keep your beer cool method. A cap. Yeah, it's a cap. It's basically adding frozen foam like head to the beer let's hope that it's made of beer i hope so that would be smart yeah but it's interesting i don't know what i think of it so what they said is fill up your glass not to what you would see in a commercialized beer pour you want it maybe a half little inch bit, to an inch yeah half inch to an inch from the top and then you can foam the top and it'll keep it cold for 30 minutes, they said, right? They said it will keep it ice cold. I don't know. It's an interesting one. That one's, yeah, it's worth looking into. 
But let's move on down and check out Moving on this down one right here. The Randall one. Jr. What? Randall Jr. This one's pretty cool, actually. All right. It's kind of smart. I think you could make this out of random things you have around the house, to be honest with you. What? But this is, comes together in just one little package. And All these is, scientists is, work so hard on this, and you're saying, yeah, grab yourself a Band-Aid and a paper clip, and you got yourself goddamn Randall Jr. Exactly. You have, like, a Randall Sr. Randall Jr. will come at you like a fucking spider monkey. Randall Juniors, those millenniums, they'll just buy anything brand new. <laughs> as but, long as it says Randall Jr., the Randall Seniors, those guys make this all out of ha their hands. I mean, they just are poking, backyard engineering. Poking holes in nylons. That's what this is, is some backyard engineering. It's I just like been it. prettied up for the millennials. It's all doctored up, son. But what this is is a pretty cool deal. It's like a, I, I would imagine, I'm, I'm just looking at the picture. I haven't found any instructions on how to use this yet, but what it looks to me is that you pour... You, you throw things in this jar, right? Any type of flavoring that you want your beer to have. I want my beer to have uh, honey mustard and... That sounds disgusting. Yeah, I know. Honey mustard <laughs> and ginger. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. that actually, I do. That so you're saying, terrible. can I do it, though? It looks I like mean, I can. I feel like if we get this, you have to do that. <laughs> uh, just joking. <laughs> Well, the way that this one works is you take whatever flavors you want, you throw it in there, you pour your beer in it, let it all just kind of ferment. Sure, yeah, that's the word I was going to use. Ferment. Encapsulate. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, Party uh, together. Infest. Yeah, just let it infest in, into each other. I like it. And then what you do is it's got like a built-in strainer. So then you just, after it's sat there, I would imagine for a couple hours, throw it in the fridge, let it just soak for a couple hours, take it out, pour it into your glass. All the stuff that you have inside gets caught in that strainer, and you just have a nice, crisp beer. You know, that sounds really good, but how do you keep that foamy? It's a good question. I think that there's a foamer machine somewhere. There is a foamer machine, but we'll have to come back to that one. You would think that's hard to do, though. I mean, I'm interested in that, though. I I think that if I threw some blueberries and kiwi into there i think it would taste good i think so too i think that's weird well a lot of people a lot of people are really into the coffee in their beer yeah, i mean you me. could throw some coffee in there let it just kind of coffee grounds even probably let it just soak up that flavor chocolate know. anything man um moving on to the sonic foamer boom is that what i just said that well that's why i was getting to it uh, i'd like to read the way that they wrote this i'd like to hear it uh, good, good head is important in beer, but as it is in life. Oh yeah. The sonic foamer uses arousing, gentle sound waves to massage an explosive, cascading, and rocky head out of your glass of beer. I'm gonna take a tonsil, man. The effects are similar to pouring a nitro Guinness, and it's fun to watch the jolt rock the carbonation in your beer like an ocean wave smashing against the rocks of your supple lips. See. That was kind of arousing. No? Oh, Why are you looking I, at me? I, I can't move right now. Weirdo. You got a book? Moving on. We talked about the Pico Brew. Yeah. This one's a little different. This one's called the Sinek Countertop Draft. What does that do? Think like if you don't have a kegerator and you don't have the room for a kegerator. These come in these little, well, they're these little Mylar bags that you can fill up with any beer. It's, it's almost like you could take 
so much of a beer, whatever kind you like. Yeah, I was wondering what what's the. I don't know the sizes that they that they oh, offer, but they have their own system of these bags that you fill up, and what that does, I think you can take that to like breweries and have them fill them up, and then it it fills the bag with pressurized beer that you now put inside of this cynic countertop draft maker, and it allows you to just pour a nice draft beer. That 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 could be interesting. Does it keep it chilled? I'm I'm assuming. Looks like it. Yeah, it's a good question. I would imagine that it keeps it chilled. It looks like it almost has a temperature. But yeah, it says LED controls. Yeah, it looks pretty slick. I think it's something that we should try out. Go good with the hot dog machine that we're going to have delivered eventually. I could hear us One getting better. I can visually see us getting I fatter. can feel my heart exploding. Moving on. This one seems pretty awesome. This one is the Williams Warren Personal Brewery. Do you think they would give us one of those? I don't think so. Oh my god, that's badass. Uh, this this is from a New Zealand company, and what this is is it's a shiny all-in-one um, home brewing system. It's all chromed out. Looks pretty fancy. Stands about three and a half feet up from the ground, and it features three different brewing levels. It's kind of like a set it and forget it type brewer. Ron Popeil. Uh, the best part about this thing, though is that after your beer has been made in this thing, it's just got a tap. You just pull the tap and it's ready to go. Dude, that thing is probably my favorite thing I've ever seen in my life. It's pretty awesome. Um, I'm hoping you should just go buy one this weekend. It's about a, a very low price of uh, $59.55. <laughs> $59.55? $1,000. $55,000? Uh, no, um, $5,955. I'm going to round that up. And 99 cents. I'm going to round it up. But it looks amazing. God damn it, that looks cool. So when you win the lottery. Tomorrow, guys. I expect a Williams Warren personal brewery on my front door. Tomorrow, guys. That's all he's getting. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, that's all you're getting. Um, The next one, which I think we should really invest in a couple of these. The next Juan. Um, racist. But why? Uh, well, Juan's not here. <laughs> What's he doing? It kicking it one time? Ah, mowing a lawn or something. I don't know. Mowing um, a lawn. <laughs> but this this one, I think we should invest in a couple of these. Is a USB for your computer beer chiller. It's it's a pretty interesting little setup. It's basically you plug it in your USB port. Do you know what a USB port is? Oh yeah. Uh, what is it? It's a port that you plug things into your computer. That's pretty good. I'm actually impressed. That It'll you... give some power and also read data. Do you know what USB means? Yeah. What? Under some booty. Oh. Well, it doesn't mean that. Oh, I was close. It means universal serial bus. That's what I said. And Booty trap. Yeah. I mean, it was, you're pretty close. That was close. Not far off at all. But this actually keeps your beers really cold. You just set it on top of it. It's like a... a I don't know how it works. The electronics basically make this little pad extra cold, mm -hmm. and it keeps your beer super chill. I have a weird feeling that anyone that makes a laptop has invested in this. <sighs> Maybe. So that you spill your beer on your laptop and need a new one. When you throw a fit of rage at the little nine-year-old that just stomped you out on Call of Duty. Yeah, that's when you get all crazy and, boom, I need a new laptop. Or Fortnite, I should say. All the young kids oh, are playing what the is, Fortnite. I don't even understand days. that game. I don't know nothing yeah, about it. It hurts my brain watching people yeah. play it. Um, but that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. And um, I think that about does it for our list of sweet new beer tech to try. 
What do you think? I what, think I'm gonna go. What intrigued broke. you the most? Oh man, that six thousand dollar goddamn thing I want. That thing is pretty cool. Huh. I do like the Pico brew. I do like that too. That one to me seems a little more reasonable in price. What was just... the price? Do you remember? Like three something, four hundred bucks? Somewhere around that. They have a couple different versions of it. I will say that my favorite was the six thousand dollar. Hey, I'm gonna brew this. And I'm going to pour it right from that fucking tap. That is a pretty cool one, too. Yep, I agree. Dude, that's awesome. Well, Will, we're back. And I have a new beer for us to sip on. Guess who's back? Back again. Back again. Will is back. Before I tell start, a uh, friend. tell all your friends. Guess a... Share. Guess share. The podcast. Share. Tell your friends. Tell Share to share our podcast. Yeah, if Cher could share our podcast, that'd be pretty if sweet. If you believe in love everlasting. Wow. I honestly thought she was in the room. I know. I, well, it's the hair. I'm not going to lie. It's the Cher hair. Your voice sounded like a good mix between Fergie and Jesus. <laughs> oh. So oh. Good, good company. Don't mess with me. Is that real? Well, I got a new beer here for us. A new beer. Since you spent $14 on your beer. No, I didn't. Well, per beer. I decided to buy a $10 beer to try. It's, it looks, so it's corked. It is corked. There's like no a wine cap bottle. or anything on it. That's a real cork. It is a real cork. Not a fake cork. Not a bork cork. A bo- what? I don't know. Um, this one is called Shimei. Shimei? Shimei, Shimei, Shimei. Shimei, Shimei. Shimei, And uh, let me tell you about this one. Um, not a local beer. This guy... Definitely not local. It actually How do you know comes... it's a guy? This gal. How do you know it's a gal? This bottle. Okay. Of beer. It's kind of a sexy looking bottle, though. Comes straight out of Belgium. Straight out of Belgium! Another person with some waffles! <laughs> Touche. Who doesn't do that? Let me tell you some background on Chimay. Background. Have you ever heard of Trappist? Uh, no. Okay. Well, let me tell you about Trappist. The registered trademark Trappist certifies that this ale was brewed within the walls of an existing Trappist monastery. Oh, monks? Under the control of the Trappist community. A major part of the sales revenue of this brew is used by the monks to support charitable works. Oh. The exceptional yeast isolated by Father Theodore. Hello, Ted. Hey, you guys are related. My name's not Ted. Father Teddy. I'm not Father Teddy. Whatever you say, Billiam. Diablo Will. Billiam T. Fisher. Use your imagination. If I'm you the devil. The exceptional yeast isolated by Father Teddy. Hello, Ted. Combined with the purity of the highly protected water of the Abbey's Well. That's some high-powered H2O. Gatorade. <laughs> water. <laughs> the highly protected water of the Abbey's Well gives... Shimei, its unique richness. How old do you think Shimei is? 1790. 1862. Good lord, I overshot. Shimei's second dairy fermented ales have neither been pasteurized or filtered. Ooh, we're gonna die. They only have natural ingredients. And to fully appreciate the pleasant sharpness and hint of bitterness of the Shimei Premier. Shimei, Shimei. Serve slightly chilled. In a wide mouth glass. Yeah, we don't have those. 
Those are pretty wide mouth glasses. They are, but I I think they're looking for the uh, was that the ten ounce? Uh, what do you call them? Listen to this. Hello, lady. Hello, lady. That had a good pop to it. That was pretty. That's that's some that's a badass looking cork. This one was actually it's bottled, tattooed. This one was actually bottled in 2017. Really? You want Shamay? <laughs> you want Shamay? Do you think? Do you Did think we just go Michael Jackson? Yeah, I was gonna say. Do you think that this beer is what Michael Jackson was always talking about when he would say Man in the mirror. I think my neighbors next door are probably wondering what the hell we're saying with the window open. They know we're drunk. I don't give a shit. Shamay, shamay, shamay. What was the whale's name? Shamu! <laughs> smell it. Dude, that smells good. It does smell good. It does smell it. You know what? Some beers just smell not so good. I think it smells like some monks. <laughs> some monks! Some may! Some man in the mirror! <laughs> smells like some trap house monks. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do they throw feces at each other? Isn't that what the bottle said? Trap house monks? <laughs> Made by trap, oh trappist. Uh, I was gonna same, say same yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> trap house, trap monks. house monks. Uh, I yeah. dig it. What do you think? It smells really good. Have you tried it yet? No, I haven't tasted it, taken a taste yet. So you tasted mine first. I'll taste this. Oh, you taste mine. I taste yours. Hello, trappist. Trap house, trap house music. That's really good. Oh, that's I. I tasted like a. There's like some kind of a copper taste to it. Oh, like there's like a something like someone dropped inside. a penny in that motherfucker or something. But it tastes good. It tastes like blood. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why would you say that right as I'm drinking it? It's copper. It tastes I don't know. good. It tastes, it tastes like blood, like iron and copper or something. But there's some. Sorry, kind Dracula. Of, I guess this is the beer for you. Doesn't it taste kind of? Is there like a copper? Aftertone. I don't get the blood taste. I do get the copper taste. I know what you're talking about. Like, there's a coppery taste of blood. Yeah. I do get a little bit of the copper taste. Not much though. That's that's a that's That's a good beer. Goddamn good. We've had some pretty good beers tonight. You know what? That's pretty good, man. These beers. These beers got me thinking. Here we go. Here we go. There's smoke coming out of his ears. Literally. Right now, I'm thinking about man. Monks. My crush as a kid. TV crush. Oh, dude. I had a couple TV crushes, but I'm going to take this one into a little different area. TJ Hooker. Nope. Oh, the fall guy. Who was, when you were like 10, who would would you say was your cartoon crush? That's weird. It was etched in stone. Oh. Yeah. That's how old I am. Wow. Just You liked cave drawings, basically. I really was... Partial Garfield, to the Garfield caveman drawings. They do, and oddly enough, he still liked lasagna. Lasagna, yeah, that makes sense. For me, I had this. I was super attracted to Easy Fella, Easy Jessica Rabbit. Well, come on, everybody humped their TV on that one, right? She was sexy, sexy oh. cartoon character. You know who voiced her? Jessica Rabbit? No, I don't. Kim Basinger, Basinger. How do you say it? I think it's Basinger. Eminem's mom. Basinger. Basically. Um, 
makes sense now because she's always been a babe, except yeah. for in Eight Mile. I don't think she was really that much of a babe. That's still in like I'd a white st- trashy I'd still, way. I'd still take her out for spaghetti and I'd, meatballs. I'd take her to go play some bingo. One ball away. Bingo, Bing, bingo, bingo. <laughs> Um, reason I ask, did you say who your favorite was? I want to hear. I can tell you. Tell me. It's going to be weird. And I'm not a furry people. (laughs) All right. When you have to preface that you're not not a a furry, you're not into the furries. I don't believe a word that comes out of your mouth. Chitara, dude, from the Thundercats. Chitara. I loved Chitara. Come on. She was pretty. Give me some. Why do I hear people laughing outside? (laughs) Oh, maybe it's not. What is that? Sound? I don't know, but I thought it was people laughing at me saying Chitara. Oh, there's a crowd gathering. Oh, and they're holding a sign. What's that sign say out the window? Will is a Fruit Loop. And that's what it, that says. it probably one of them does, but the other one, did you see what it said? Uh, Kyle is amazing. Yeah, he, that's the one I was looking at. Yeah, that's what I thought too. It's written on a notebook, a little handheld. Interesting. That's also your favorite movie, I heard. No, Dirty Dancing. Come on. Oh, oh, oh. Where does Titanic fall? Not, I don't like Titanic. Serendipity is a chick flick I will I don't even know what dig is. behind. John Cusack, Kate Beckinsale, come on, man. Eugene I Levy? I don't think I ever saw that. <laughs> easy, Will, easy. Dude, watch it. It's good. Well, the reason I ask uh, what cartoon characters that you found to be sexy is because mm. I have a list here of the top 25. In whose eyes? I don't know. Majority of people uh, or the Acad- people they polled? Uh, the Academy of Art and University. They don't know what they're talking <laughs> yeah. about. Uh, anyways, top 25 list of the sexiest cartoon babes. Yeah. You ready for this? I don't know. Hang on. Let me Here's put my pants do. on. I want to work through the list going from the top down. 25 to 1. Agree, disagree. If you disagree, why? If you agree, where did they rank in your list? Boom. Okay. Let's do it. Number 25. 25. 25. Ariel from The Little Mermaid. You know what? I'll agree she was cute. That's it. Okay. You go to Disneyland. Are you riding the Ariel ride because you think she's cute? No, that's creepy. Okay. Just making sure. Moving on down. I hope people don't think that this well, is Well, what do you like... think about Ariel? I was never really into Ariel at all. Ariel. Ariel. Oh. Does that jog your memory, Will? <laughs> Is that a story for another day? Another day, dude. Let's go another day on that one. Did you did you date someone named Ariel? Uh, yeah, but it took a while to figure her name out. We're going to have to hear this story a little later on. Yeah. Trust me, you guys want to hear this story. Good story. 24. I said 24. 24. 24. That's Griffey. Pocahontas. Oh. How do you feel about that one? I swear this isn't a list of just Disney characters either, by the way. I think Pocahontas is, yeah, she should be, she should be in the top 25. She's Um, kind of a, I think um, she's in the right spot for me. She's a naughty one. Her name translates into the playful one in Hebrew. Poker in or what? Uh, Otherwise, this is generally accepted translation as the naughty one. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, hello. Isn't that, uh, who, who's the one that met her? Was that John Smith? It was. Look at you, John. You go. You go, boy. John was the first to find a naughty one. A naughty he, local one. He go, boy. 
You think he went back and he was like telling all his boys back at the camp, like, I found one, guys. Yeah. So he was like, she a naughty one. I'm throwing blue eyes in this gene pool. They call her Pocahontas. Pocahontas. This one will take you back a little bit. Well, did, what do you think about Pocahontas? Why do you always ask me and then you don't say shit? Oh, well, I, I forget mainly. That's why you got to keep me on my toes. Oh, here. I got you. Pocahontas, I think sexy as hell. How is she? It, for, she's 24 for me. For me, my deal with Pocahontas, it, it, with much other, um, uh, obviously ladies, she's hot to you because you're fucking stumbling. I am into girls that have a at least a, like a little bit of an ethnic background. It doesn't matter what it is, um, but you know I want to be able to go hit the beach and be nice and tan, and that'd be nice and tan Just too. So you know, I mean, um, that sounds like really like Siberian Russian women are ethnic background. <laughs> Swedish women that don't oh highly redheaded Swedish German women, women tan very well highly redheaded German women Irish women uh, Irish that's a background I tell you I don't discriminate against any I'm I just saying you, you 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 don't know nothing about your lucky charms they're always trying to catch me lucky charms <laughs> they're always trying to catch me lucky charms taking this back taking would this back, be like back, early back. 90s yeah, I think so. 92, 91, 92, I bet. 92, 93. Somewhere around there. Maybe some people at home remember this. Came from MTV, Aeon Flux. Do you remember Aeon Flux? Number 23? Yeah. Yeah. I was fluxing on that. Oh. it's gross. Well, she would run around half naked in leather all the time. Barely you know, wearing you, leather. You, you ain't going to flux on that? I found the show so weird. Like the weirdest level of the show. Yeah, that was an interesting time. I, w- I would flux on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, hey, 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 I found this. And then guess what, guys? Never mind backpedal. I'm on it. Well, when Aeon Flux came out, I was, how old was I? 10, 11. So you're getting right into the time when I first ever saw like a porn. Yeah, I was like 70. Right, you were like 75 at the time, but for me, it was like a different time. So it was pretty much like anything good looking that came on the TV was more than enough to do it for me. <laughs> anything good looking that came on the TV made you came on the TV. I mean, not exactly the words you're I poor, used. You're poor parents. Not exactly the words I used. You didn't have to. But this moves us down to number 22. 22! Deuce, deuce in the house. Let's see if you remember this one. Yeah. Stripperella. Yeah. Stripperella was a TV show called Stripperella, I think. It was, and Pam Anderson did the the voice, the voice it. for it. And I think it was actually modeled after her, but yeah. Okay. Stripperella, Pam Anderson. She had cat-like reflexes. Cat-like. She was like a James Bond, but for Meow. as a hot chick. Yeah, and she also would give you a run for your money. If would you she were have a... been on your list, though? I think so. I mean... Not, she's probably right where she is in this list for me. 22? Yeah, I think so. You know, Flux would be a little bit higher for me. All right, here's one. See if you remember this one. Uh, from a TV show called Drawn Together. Dude, I used to love that show. Do you remember Foxy Love? You know I do. Foxy Love. You know I do. That's right. She all was a, right, she was all a sexy right, all right. If anybody right. listening still remembers Foxy Love on Drawn Together. If you don't, YouTube that shit. Yeah. It's worth checking out. Yep. Um, she was sassy, a little promiscuous. 
A little. Just a tad. Her just thong enough. was always hanging out of her booty shorts See? on the cartoon. You know what I'm saying? That was pretty much what did it for me. I think just a little glimpse. She would look great on the back of my motorcycle. Left a lot to the imagination cartoon character form. God, how fucked up do we sound rating cartoon character chicks right now? Come on, man. It's the internet. We're with them. 20. Number 20. 20. 2-0. Futurama. Leela. Yep. The good old one-eyed Cyclops Leela. I remember whispering in her ear, shut your eye. <laughs> what? <laughs> shut your eye. I'm going to kiss your neck. <laughs> you mutant weirdo. Could you imagine, like, waking up in the middle of the night, laying next to Leela, and, like, looking at her, and she's, like, got her eye closed, and then all of a sudden her eye goes wide open? Yeah, you know what it reminds me of is off of, uh, what was that, uh, Harold and Kumar escape from Guantanamo Bay. Yes! They're down in yes! the basement with the Cyclops person. <laughs> Their kid in the basement? Yeah, that shit was weird. <laughs> I forgot about that. But Leela was hotter than that one. Yeah, yeah. Lula was actually a chick. Um, this one goes back to a movie I never saw. Another animated movie by Disney. Esmeralda from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Uh, I've seen it years and years and years Excuse and years me. and years. Notre Dame. Years ago. I'd never seen it. But Selma Hayek was the voice. Oh, Selma Hayek was the voice? I thought Demi Moore was the voice. But, nope. Selma and she... Uh, actually, you know I think she... you're wrong. I am not wrong. She was voiced by Demi Moore in the cartoon. She was played by Selma Hayek in the film Incantation. Okay. Good deal. I'm with it. I still like Selma Hayek. Oh, I love Selma Hayek. She owns a horse ranch in Roy. I wonder how often she's there. She's there a lot, I hear. We should go hang out over there. I would just frequent the wine bars there just to see if she comes in to get some wine. I don't think she will. But I will you know go I would do? and clean horse shit just to hang out with her for. <laughs> I one time minutes. met uh, Jeff Ament from Pearl Jam, yep. bassist. Yep. Speechless. I don't get starstruck. I've met a whole bunch of people. I think you've told us this story. Was this oh. at the basketball game? Yeah. You've told us this story. Yeah. Speechless. But for those of you listening, Will actually muttered the words. Yeah, pen, here's my ticket. Sign it, please. Yes, and that was about it. Moving on to number 18. How about, let's take this back to Batman. Boom, 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 boom. Catwoman. So, the cartoon. There's Catwoman. a lot of Catwomen, though. There are. I what, guess, would you, what would be your favorite Catwoman? Let's do a quick recap of who, the, who actually played Catwomen in the years. I don't remember the name of the one where are we Adam... Talking, where, are we also throwing in the cartoon <clears throat> character? I think so, yeah. I don't remember the name of the one that was with Adam West way back in the 60s. Yeah, and who cares about that one? People that are old. Oh, sorry. Did you care about that one? Yeah, I do, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think it was... What was her name? Eartha... Um, Eartha Gill? Eartha Rich? Eartha... Eartha something I can't... You're close. I know I am. Um, but my favorite Catwoman, of course, was Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, over Halle Berry? I think so. Well, Halle Berry played well. Horrible movie. But for me, Michelle my, Pfeiffer was great. My choice was Halle Berry. Yeah. But I don't know. I didn't think either of the two of them did a great... I guess Michelle Pfeiffer did do a good acting job. She did acting a job. better for... Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, Halle Berry's smoking hot. Don't Swordfish, get me wrong. That's all I gotta say. 
You've seen Swordfish, correct? Yeah. Like seven million times, <laughs> at least one clip. Yeah. Let's move on to number seven because this one actually was probably in my top five. Who? Who is it? Lola Bunny. Bugs Bunny's girlfriend. Not Bugs you Bunny know, as a lady. I don't know that she did it for me ever. I was I was kind of in her. She was in Space Jam. Yeah. I kind of digged her. Yeah. That was number what, 17? Uh, yes. You said seven earlier. I did? Yeah, I think you jumped 10. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Number 17. But now we're moving on to number 16. And this one, I think um, all of us uh, dads could really get into. Let me say, let me just say this. T-H-I-C-C. Oh, yeah. She's Thick. Thicker than a snicker. <laughs> but I also, I also understand that she can, she can expand it. She can stretch it out. What if she's flat bootied, but she just expands it out for us? Nope. How do know. you know? I don't know, I guess. Well, who is it? It'd be Elastigirl from The Incredibles. Yeah. And she just, they just did Incredibles 2. Yep. And that movie was great. I highly I recommend you it. see it. I, I got to see it. Highly recommended. Um, but she just got that thick old swank. Yep. She's looking good. I'll give her that one. She'd be around 16 for me, I think. She might be a little higher for me. I'm not sure. 15. This one also comes from a newer-ish movie. Megamind. Did you ever see it? Yeah. With was... with uh, Colin Kaepernick as Megamind. <laughs> no. Looks just like him. It does. Now that you say that, I didn't even think Dude, about that. Dude, it looks just... Without the pro, it looks exactly like Who him. does the voice? Will Ferrell? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay. Um, so it would be the the girl interested in that one. She's like a next next girl next door type. And her name was... Roxanne, Rocky, Roxy, 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 Richie. That's like a triple R. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Yeah, bad omen. Bad I mean, omen. She's cute, but I don't know if she would have been the one I would. have She was a unibrow. About. But let's move down to number fourteen because this one you're definitely gonna know because this is about the age time that you grew up. Yeah. How about some Betty Rubble? Hanna Barbera in the house. You know, in my opinion, you can't go wrong with Betty Rubble or with Wilma. Well, Wilma always had a pearl necklace. Did you notice that? I did. I'm wondering. Definitely. Fred was a freak, dude. I don't think Fred was the freak. Wilma's the one wearing it out and about in town. Yeah, but she gets her hair done and stuff. I think she's not that. She's primp and proper. She's She doesn't have the whole, hey, uh, show me the pearls kind of deal. She flaunts those everywhere she goes for anybody that'll look. Fred's busy at the quarry, fucking smashing rocks and working hard to make a living, and she's out and about with Betty Rubble gallivanting across town with her pearl necklace out and about. Hello? I always thought Betty was the better looking. But now I'm swinging over to Wilma. <laughs> yeah, I, you're going Wilma. Wilma's a little bit of a, she's a little bit of that. Uh, fire, fire crotch. She, well, I wasn't going to go that far. <laughs> I mean, that was a little far, Will, but I was just going to say, you know, she's they didn't like have back then. A, woman in the, a woman in the streets, but a freak in the sheets. Hello. Hello. Uh, which I thought was a little a little weird that this list went from number 14, <clears throat> Betty Rubble, down to number 13, skipping past Wilma and moving to Pebbles Flintstone. See, I can't, I can't go with that. Why not? Because... When I was growing up, Pebbles was a baby. Did you say that Pebbles was a baby? She was a baby. I don't remember her being some... 
Yeah, it was in anything. The, it like was in that. the later episodes when they started like getting older and teenager, mm. trying to make the show hipper. They actually had like a singing group between Pebbles and Bam Bam. Oh yeah, no, I don't, I don't know nothing about that. So I'm saying that's off my list. She was an adult redheaded bombshell and ended up marrying her infant crush Pebbles. What Pebbles was Pebbles? I mean, I'm sorry, her infant crush of Bam Bam. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, they deserve each other, I guess. I guess. Moving down to number 12, we have, if you remember from the TV show He-Man. You know what? Straight do. out of the 80s. She-Ra. She-Ra. Presence dun, of dun, Power. Dun, 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 dun. Yep. She was a blonde bombshell. She was the alter ego um, in female form. And she was also the princess of Adora. Yeah, you know, I I really did actually kind of like her. Not like, I thought she was cool. I thought she was a badass. A lot of people think her and He-Man were kind of an item, but... Well, they had to be. They weren't. They had she little was, orcos flowing everywhere. She was actually He-Man's sister. Creepy. Yeah. Star Wars turn right there. You went there. But I'm going to go here, number 11, and you're going to like this one. And I completely agree, but... Chitara of the Thundercats in her orange leotard and she looked like a kitty cat. I'm not a furry. Shut up. Whoa. She's half lady, half cheetah, and fully ready to pounce. Rar. Speech. I'm speechless. I roll my R and do like a R, but I can't do that. I sound more like a pirate. Yeah, I think that's all I got. Yeah, I can't. No. Yeah, no, she was she was one of the ones that Ba-dum, boom. Yeah, I, it I was, was a Thundercats ho. <laughs> well, you know, word. Um, we've gotten to the top ten now. Top ten. Top ten coming at you guys. Yes. These are the ones that I want to know. You are correct, are, sir. You are correct, sir. These are the yes. ones I want to know if you're placing these in, in your top ten. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna start at number ten. Storm from X Men, the cartoon. The cartoon, nah. Oddly enough. Halle Berry did play Storm in in the movie, didn't yeah. she? So and Jennifer Lawrence. I would take. No, Jennifer Lawrence was Jennifer. Yeah, she, yeah, did. she was. She did. Yep. Um, I would. The cartoon, no, but the other two, yeah, yeah, of course. I didn't watch the cartoon much at all. Wasn't that great? I didn't think so either. Uh, number nine. This one would be in my top five. I think so too. I don't agree with the number nine, but. We'll go ahead and present this one. Lois Griffin from The Family Guy. Yeah. What do you like about Lois? She's she's down for anything, man. She's, I like her that she's just she's just like a she's kind of a perv. She like, is. She is a little She's down for anything. She's naughty. She's down for anything. She doesn't give a shit. And I dig it. I'd be digging that shit too. And she's got a super underappreciative husband, which is hilarious. She's got a great Everything about her except her haircut. Yep, I agree. Uh, number eight, moving back to Disney here. Number eight. Also in my top five. Yeah. Princess Jasmine from Aladdin. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, for her, hmm. Yeah, I, I could see that. I, I would put her at least in the, I think she's in the right spot for me. I would say in the, um, yep, she's on my list. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, let's move on down. Number seven. This one I don't agree with. I didn't even ever watch the cartoon, but um, Wonder Woman from the Justice League cartoon. I used to watch it. Uh, yeah, she was great in the cartoon, but then it gets uh, gets to the movies or the TV show, right, with yep. Linda Carter. And Linda Carter was Kirby as a mofo, right? And as a young boy growing up watching that, Kirby chick just doing her thing. She had them curves. Oh, she was looking all right. But then you throw Gal Gadot in there, and it's like, all right, done deal. Wonder Woman is top three for me. Yeah, just for that. Gal Gadot. Yeah, absolutely. Just I would for put that. that. I mean, just she, I mean the evolution of her. She was, would probably be like my top two. However, not a cartoon, but Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot shut it down for Wonder Woman. So uh, as far as I'm concerned, done deal. Number six, Tinkerbell. Six, six. Not gonna say it again. Okay, Tinkerbell, little small for my taste. <laughs> she can get in places not many other girls can get. Well, you go ahead and do that, <laughs> and she'll make you fly. That's true. That's an added perk. And she likes being spanked. I've seen it. What? You never seen where they hold her up and spanking the 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 fairy dust off her. I she guess. liked it. She liked it. Oh. She don't admit it. I see. She likes a little smack on the ass. All right. All right. Well, she, <laughs> she wouldn't yeah. have made my list, but... Probably not mine either. Number six, she's iconic. So She is iconic. Probably a good reason why. Yeah. Um, number five. This one, I don't remember there being much of a cartoon for it. It was a video game character that has had a lot of spinoffs. Maybe there was a cartoon. I just never saw it. Um, but... She is definitely sexy and has been sexy in almost everything that she's in. I think they have a new movie coming out pretty soon or being made right now, and that is Laura Croft. Who's playing her now? I can't remember who the girl is. I Off the top of my head, I can't remember. When Angelina took over, it was like, boom, the whole world caught on fire. Uh, I loved Angelina as Tomb Raider, as Laura Croft. And if you remember the the, the video games, they went from... Was it eight bit, sixteen bit, then thirty two bit, and each time the bits got bigger, she was more bigger? evolved, right? <laughs> she was more evolved. She had more definition. Moving on to number four, this one's a classic. Almost the Marilyn Monroe, I would say, of cartoon characters. Right. It's chase. a black and white Marilyn Monroe. How about Betty Boop? Betty Boop, 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 Se- sexy little flapper boop, boop. girl. Betty Boop, Boop. Boop. I'm surprised boop, boop. that they don't incorporate her into something more modern. Day. She was the original pinup girl. Way back in the like the twenties or something. She's like the Betty White of cartoon characters. What? Old as shit, but not going. Still anywhere. holds up. Yeah, still holds up. Alright, I I gotcha. I gotcha on that. Okay, this is another one, number three. This is another one that I don't think that I would have had on my list. I honestly don't even remember this. Yeah, I don't either, actually. Uh, this one is Red Hot Riding Hood. Um, <clears throat> it's Tex Avery's Little Lolita, as they describe it on this page. Um, another amalgamated character based on classic Hollywood pinup types, just like Betty Boop. Um, or Betty Boop, a little Boop. bit like... Jessica Rabbit. Boop. Boop, um, boop. 
Her sex appeal is so timeless that even decades later, she was the inspiration for other sexy cartoon characters. Actually, Jessica Rabbit was inspired from Red Hot Riding Hood. So there's that. Well, hello. Um, they also had, uh, what's her name um, from The Mask? Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz, yeah. Was also modeled after Red Hot Riding Hood. I just don't remember this as a cartoon at all. This must have been way before my time. It was. We're getting down to the final two, Will. Do you know what that means? That means... That there are two left. There are two left. And this is one that I brought up earlier, earlier that I had thought was from the other one, from Stripperella, but... Yep. Hollywood from Cool World. It was voiced by Kim Basinger, Eminem's mom. And Jessica Rabbit. I like it. Yeah, um... I actually remember when I was a kid and this movie would come on, Cool World. If my mom caught me watching it, she would get mad and tell me I wasn't allowed to watch it. She also wouldn't let me listen to Prince music either. What's wrong with Prince? She said that he was too sexual. I would die for you. What's wrong with Prince? I remember sitting in my living room watching MTV, listening to Purple Rain, and my mom was like, you need to turn that off right now. That is inappropriate for you. Purple rain. Purple, purple rain. Number one. Ranking in number Uno. one. Manuscus. It's no surprise to me. Sexiest there ever was. Jessica Rabbit. The most voluptuous also, character of all time. One of the greatest movies of all time, in my opinion. I like that they... That's the first time they integrated... Cartoon with people. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, and then they followed up with Cool World, I think, was not too far after. Yeah. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Who did? The person that framed Roger Rabbit was Christopher Lloyd. You mean Doc? No, he didn't play Doc in that movie. That's Doc. Yeah, but he didn't play Doc. Doc is Doc. Doc McStuffins? Doc McMartin. That's the top list, the top 25 list. What do you think of that list, Will? I like the list. I don't care for the uh, arrangement let's get wrapping this up will but before we wrap it up there are some uh, upcoming beer related events that i think you should let everybody know about. i wanna wrap you up that's a little weird but um we're in oh, washington no. and here in washington there are quite a bit of beer events that happen this summertime and will's got a nice little list that he's gonna read through real quick for us well yes i do do you Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Can you find it? Well, I will tell you that we got this Seattle International Beer Fest coming up July 6th through July 8th. So next weekend? No, July 6th through July 8th. So two weeks away. A week away. Two weeks away. We also have the Bremerton Summer Brew Fest, July 20th, 21st. I think that... Honestly, I'm pushing people. If anyone's listening, I'm pushing for us to do a live broadcast in Bremerton for that and to get hammered because I got rooms up there to stay in. Well, hold on a second. Go back to that first one. You said that's when? Uh, July 6th through July 8th in Seattle. That's not this weekend. That's next weekend. That's what I said. No, I said next weekend, and you said nope. It's not this weekend. It's 
the following weekend. Okay. I think we were just having a mix-up of words. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mix-up of words. My ball's in your mouth. That's weird. We also have the Washington State Fairgrounds events for Oktoberfest, which is October 5th. Uh, I, uh, 5th, 6th, and 7th, I urge everyone to go to that in Puyallup at the fairgrounds. It's fun. It's awesome. They got Hammerschlagen. Hammerschlagen. They got beer that I swear to you, you can't drink because it gets too strong. We got Brew 5-3. Brew 5-3. Anybody, you better fucking go to this. This is my shit right here. I will be there. August 11th. Brew 5-3. Anyone? I wish you could have done these in order of by dates. Oh, well, I didn't. Because you just skipped to October. Now you're back in August. Well, that's what I got. Uh, Will. God. What was my uh, Seattle one? There's another Seattle Summer Ale Fest mm. on July 15th. It's the Brews of Summer, and it's Sunday, 6 to 9. So, 6 to 9. No, 6 to 9. Oh, 6 to 9. So, those are some of the fests. We're going to have more fests coming up. Those are the ones that I know about. I have one that you're forgetting. You're forgetting the Upper Left Beer Fest. Where's that at? It's taking place in Everett. Well, hit us with it. Tell us. I do believe that's September 7th through the 8th. And we're actually working on possibly having a sponsorship there where we will have our own booth set up, giving away some cool prizes, maybe recording a live podcast. Hanging out, chatting with people. All right, playing this some is games. what I want to hear. That's what we're trying to get. Together. I will bring asshole. Oh, only asshole? I think we'll bring bucket of doom and get some people playing. That would be fun. Yeah. Um, just a couple other things. Oktoberfest in Leavenworth, which actually I am going to try and get us there. Good luck, dude. It's hard. You got to like book in like seven years in advance. Not technically. Yeah, 24 years. Something I mean, like that. maybe a year. 87 years. Money talks, dude, and we may be able to find ourselves a place. Well, I'm here to help. We'll get it done. Um, a couple other things, a little bit of information for you guys. Please check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash here's to brew. Um, we have a lot of little things that we're putting together for just our Patreon subscribers. It's a good way to show that you guys appreciate us um, putting together this podcast for you. It takes a lot of time. takes a lot of effort. And um, we'd like to continue building you guys great podcasts going forth. So if you guys could check that out, we would really appreciate it. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Have her tell her friends cutting her hair at the salon. All those things would be really great. Um, the other things, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Here's to Brew. Check us out. Say hi. Just say hello. Just say hello, man. Just, I mean, go on there. We'll get back to you. Follow us. Be like, yo, Will, what up? And Will will comment, and he'll be like, yo. How you doing? And then I'll probably say something like, shut up, Will. And, and then you all have to drink. Yeah. I mean, it's it's good fun. So go on there. Say hello. Um, lastly, and this is the one we would love to see people get involved with, but download the Anchor app. It's available in the iOS, Apple Store, Google Store. For free. You can get it anywhere. Find our podcast. You can go on there. You can leave us a message. You can talk with us. And we might play one of your guys' messages or a few of your guys' messages and have a little Q&A 
right here on this podcast. So go on there, say hello. We would really appreciate that. I'm with it. Last but not least, all of my Android friends, everybody listening to this podcast on an Android, here is something new for you guys. Podcasts are going away from the Google Play Store. They have just started their own Google app, Google Podcast app. That's where you need to go. Follow us on there. The podcasts are going away from the Google Play Store, and then we will be no more. So either follow us on a different platform or download the Google Podcast app from your Google Play Store. Will, do you have anything else you want to add? Asai. Mm. Asai indeed. Asai. You are a Fruit Loop. <laughs> Anyways, guys, that's it for us this week. Check us out next Friday and have a good week. Boom. Peace. New episodes coming at you every Friday. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Here's to Brew. Oh, and don't be a dick. Drink responsibly.